Emily, let's make a promo for a podcast. Oh, that's a good idea, but what should we put in it? Our podcast is about... First and foremost, we cover all things at the Ohio School for the Blind. Like athletics. You can only shoot the half with guys on the field. And field trips before COVID. I got a strike my first uh, play. We are playing Angry Birds. Messages from the administration. I think we're going to have an awesome year. And interviews from our alumni. I was really excited to go to OSSB for two reasons. Special class activities. Don't don't tell me my name is too easy, sir, if you can't tell me the contraction. And meeting new staff and students. Wait, you're the librarian? Yeah. You look different. Okay. This is all cool, but how do we make this a promo? We just did. So tune in to hear all that is happening at the Ohio State School for the Blind. Welcome to the Living the Dream podcast with Curveball. If you believe, you can achieve. Hello and welcome to another episode of Living the Dream with Curveball. I am your host, Curveball, and today I am joined by Marita Nazam. She is going to be talking about kids being bullied, how they can find their sense of self, and why they are vulnerable. So if you have kids that might be being bullied or know somebody that's going through that, you might want to check out this show. Marita, thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you for having me. I'm really excited to talk about the subject because I think it's very important. Absolutely. It definitely is. Why don't you start off by giving the audience a little bit of background about yourself and tell us why you decided to go into this topic? Okay. um, Just briefly, I was born in Germany. I grew up in a small town over there. I came to Canada in 1989. I was trained as an ECE, early childhood educator. So I've always loved being around kids. I've always also worked with kids and I especially, <laughs> maybe I shouldn't say I have favorites, but I especially love the age uh, from three to six. I think it's just so much, so much fun and um, they're, they're so amazing at that age. The reason I got into the topic, I wrote a picture book that, that deals with the topic. It's called Little Rabbit and the Grumpy Poos. It came from my own experience. I have heard Robin Roberts. She says her mom has this saying. Uh, make your mess the message, and this is what I'm what I'm kind of doing. Um, when my kids were growing up, unfortunately, they grew up around a negative person because I did not quite understand the dynamics that were going on, and so I wasn't wasn't able to protect them. And I have seen the damaging effects it had for my children. So out of that experience kind of came the idea there has to be a way we can protect children from this. There has to be a way we can give them like a layer of protection because at that age, they're very vulnerable. Well, I know I have a daughter that's, she just turned five. What ways? Can oh, we do you? protect so them? Absolutely. She just turned five, March 24th. What ways can we protect them and help them protect themselves? Yeah, I think um, my book has certain lessons in it. And there's 
four major lessons that uh, that I guess are the most important ones to me. And the first one is, I guess we can't, I guess my approach is we can't really prevent it from happening. I mean, your daughter is going to go out there, right? She's five, she's in kindergarten. You're not always going to be there to protect her. But I think the first layer is to make our children understand what the bullies are doing. Um, and to make them understand that bullies are people that are having problems, whatever it might be, they might be insecure, uh, they might be frightened. So make your kids understand bullies are, are people that are having problems and they are taking that out on them, on your children. And make your children, make it very clear to your children that this is not about them, it's about the bully. Can you talk about how kids might be afraid to talk about bullying. You as a parent, you detect something is going on, but you want to get them to feel comfortable talking about it. What's some ways that parents can do that without scaring the kid or making them withdraw more? Well, I think in general, you always have to let your kids know that um, that whatever they need to talk about, you always have a, you know, an open ear for them. You're not going to judge them, whatever they're going to say. But I think as parents, we also have to be aware that bullies use a certain dynamic, right? Bullies often pick children that are, that are quiet, but that are strong. So they, it's, it's kind of, they don't pick the ones that are quiet. And, and kind of weak, right? They pick the ones that are going to be quiet. They're going to take, kind of take the abuse and they're not going to talk about it because in a certain way, they're strong enough to, to take it. So as parents, I think we have to be aware that the bullies will use certain dynamics to, um, to isolate our children and uh, to quiet them down, right? That's why I am kind of taking the approach that we can't really control what the bully is going to do, right? You can't really control what's what's going to happen at school. But I guess my approach is to prepare our children for for encountering bully, right? We know so much now about the dynamics that go on in relationships. We know um, we know about certain concepts that help us to deal with those dynamics, right? So I think my approach is to prepare your children for it. Um, here's kind of my <laughs> analogy that I came up with. Like, like, let's say your daughter, right? You wouldn't like if she says, daddy, I, I wanna walk to daycare now, right? It's close to the house, I'm, I'm, I'm big enough. You wouldn't just send her out there and say, okay, off you go. You walk to daycare. You would tell her about traffic. You would tell her what the rules are. You would tell her what the dangers are, right? You would prepare her. So why aren't we doing that when it comes to challenging relationships? Because we know when our kids are going when our kids are going out there, they will encounter the, the, those relationships. It might not be bullying. It might just be well, let's call it a, less, a lesser version where somebody is grumpy with them or mean to them just on one occasion, right? But they will encounter those relationships. So my approach is let's prepare them. Let's tell them this is going to this is what you're going to encounter. You're going to encounter people that will be mean to you, that will try to make you feel small, that will put you down. It's it's inevitable. So here's here's what you will encounter, and here's how you can deal with it. Well, I know in your YouTube channel, you kind of did a beautiful explanation about kids' brain function and how they can deal with things. 
Can you kind of briefly describe that here and tell us about your YouTube channel and what you talk about? Yeah, on my channel, I just kind of talk about the lessons that that are in my book and that I feel strongly about. And I mean, I'm trained as an ECE, right? But I didn't know that, that that children's uh, children function on a different um, brainwave. I think it's, oh my God, is it beta, beta and, and theta waves? So the kind they function, uh, the way they function at that age, between three and six or seven, um, is kind of the state we are in when we're meditating. So at that age, they're wide open. They're wide open to learn. I mean, it makes sense, right? They're just figuring out who they are in this world and how the world functions. So their brains are wide open for learning and they're wide open to receive beliefs, beliefs about themselves and beliefs about the world. So if at that age, somebody shows up in their life that's telling them, you're not good enough, you're not smart enough, you're not pretty enough, whatever it is, they're going to take it in. What advice would you give educators, you know, because a lot of times when the bullying is going on, it could be at school or daycare. What advice would you give the caretakers of our kids that are going to be caring for them maybe while they're at school or daycare? Yeah, that's a tough question. It it really is not an area I cover with a book, but um, I've been an ECE myself. I've worked with kids. I think for me, the first one would be to get to know your children you know um, may it be in in kindergarten or in school like don't just look at their external behaviors like what's happening on the on the surface try to really get to know your children you know who's you know who's who's having trouble at home like why why are they acting this way because I think then as an educator you will be much more equipped to deal with the situation and to to help our children involved in the situation. Do you have any other projects that you're working on besides your book? Any kind of courses or classes to talk about bullying or speaking engagements? No, right now it's just about the book and um, there will be a second book that's going to talk about boundaries. Right now, like I just want to go out and 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 talk to parents about those points about um you know that they should explain to your children what what they are going to encounter when then when they go out there and have relationships one point that is really important to me if i <laughs> if i can throw that in there let your children know that they're good enough that that just by basically just by being born the way they are that they're good enough they they deserve love they deserve to be happy because bullies will try to make your kids believe that they are not good enough Right, they will try to put them down. So if you can instill that that uh, that feeling in your children that they know they're good enough, um, they're not going to t- take on what the bully is telling them. They're going they're going to reject the notion that they're not good enough. I guess teaching children about um, having strong boundaries because bullies will test your boundaries. So let your children know it's okay to have boundaries to say no to people. I guess the last point that I feel very strongly about is teach your children that the bullies are what they're doing is just dumping, dumping their negative emotions on on their children. And that um, is not acceptable. Like we all have to deal with our own emotions. So somebody who's trying to make you responsible for their emotions is just is just wrong. It's it's not acceptable and that your children should, should say to the bully, you know, I can see you're upset. I can see something is going on 
on, but sorry, you need to deal with it. Um, I'm, I'm not going to take that on. So I guess those are right now the um, points I want to get across to parents. So in a way, it's not the bullying is still going to happen, but I'm trying to, to lessen the impact it has. On, on on our children because if they if they can see it coming if they can understand the game that the bullies are playing then I think they will be better able to stand up for themselves and um, to defend themselves well let's turn it around we've been talking about the kids being bullied but let's talk about the bully what tips or what advice would you have for them with their destructive behavior I feel strongly that I mean, we're talking, it starts pro probably at a younger age and I guess into high school. I, I feel very strongly that, that educators need to take steps to, like I said, to un understand and, and to help their, their pupils. I know that my daughter felt, felt very left alone when, she's in, when she was in school, like she was dealing with, with mental issues um, because of the way she was growing up. And she felt very left alone. And she felt like the teachers were not really getting to know her on a more personal personal level. And maybe that's a lot to ask of teachers. I understand that. They're busy and they have a lot to deal with. But I think if they want to wanna help the bullies, they need to understand where the kids are coming from and what they're dealing with. And I think they need to tell the kids, I can see that you're struggling with something. Uh, here's extra help. This is the help we're offering. But at the same time, what you're doing in my classroom is not acceptable. So to tell them on one hand, I can, I can understand that you need the extra help. I can understand that, that you, you're going through something tough. But on the other hand, the bullying is absolutely never acceptable. Go ahead and give your book a plug and throw out some contact information for people to be able to contact you and connect with you. Okay, thanks. Um, the book is called Little Rabbit and the Grumpy Poos. It is, like I said, uh, for children ages three to six. The book is available on Amazon. I just want to let parents know that the, the book is for that age, but the lessons can also be a apply to older children. You can also check my website. It's Marita Nizam. M-A-R-I-T-A-N-I-Z-A-M dot C-A. So you can find the videos there and also how to, how to, where to get the book. Got anything else that you want to add before we close it out? Um, yeah, I guess my message to, to parents is um, to think about that. Um, the best way to protect your children is to empower them, to let them know what, what is happening and to prepare them prepare them for dealing with it. So when, when they encounter a bully, they're going to recognize, oh, I know what this is. I know what is happening. And I'm not going to take on the mess, the negative messages that the bullying bully is throwing at me. Ladies and gentlemen, Maria Nazam, make sure you go pick up our book and please be sure to follow, rate, review, and share after listening. Marita, thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you for having me. For more information on the Living the Dream podcast, visit www.djcurveball.com. Until next time, stay focused on living the dream.